Hello and welcome to In Conversation With, a podcast of The Lancet Oncology. My name is Marcia and today it is my pleasure to be joined by Dr. Rosie Bradley from the Clinical Trial Service Unit at Oxford Population Health to discuss her and colleagues' meta-analysis on aromatase inhibitors versus tamoxifen in premenopausal women with estrogen receptor positive early breast cancer treated with ovarian suppression. Dr. Bradley, welcome. Could you please give us an overview of the current role of aromatase inhibitors for breast cancer treatment? Sure. So we know from previous research done by the Early Breast Cancer Trialist Collaborative Group that for women with early stage estrogen receptor positive breast cancer, that five years of tamoxifen reduces the risk of dying from breast cancer within 15 years by around a third. So for postmenopausal women, aromatase inhibitors are even more effective than tamoxifen and they reduce this risk by about a further 30%. Aromatase inhibitors are currently widely used to treat postmenopausal women with ER-positive breast cancer. But for premenopausal women, AIs given alone are ineffective as the ovaries respond by increasing estrogen production. This can be overcome by using treatments that suppress ovarian function. This can be done by drug therapies or surgery. And it's unclear whether AIs or tamoxifen were the most effective treatment for premenopausal women in reducing breast cancer recurrence. What were the main aims and findings of your study? So we identified four randomized trials that compared aromatase inhibitors with tamoxifen in premenopausal women, and they all received ovarian suppression. The individual trial results published conflicting findings, so some showed benefit while some did not show benefit. And this provided the motivation to look at the totality of the evidence via an individual patient level meta-analysis. And we aim to assess the benefits and risks of aromatase inhibitor compared to tamoxifen in those premenopausal women. Our main findings were that breast cancer recurrence was significantly reduced in the group who received aromatase inhibitors instead of tamoxifen. Overall, the risk was reduced on average of a fifth. And we saw the main benefit in the first five years. This is when the period when the treatments differed. The risk of recurrence was a third lower with AIs during that first five years with no further benefit or loss of benefit in the subsequent five years. And then we had very little follow-up beyond year 10. What are the clinical implications of these findings? So this meta-analysis is practice-informing and it adds to the overall evidence that should be used for future guideline updates. It's relevant data and these are important findings. So we aim to find out whether premenopausal women treated with ovarian suppression could benefit more from aromatase inhibitors than tamoxifen. And these findings conclusively show that that is the case for preventing breast cancer recurrence. So what are the main take-home messages clinical decision makers should take from your paper? So in women receiving ovarian suppression, breast cancer occurrence was significantly reduced in the group who received aromatase inhibitors. For this meta-analysis, there was around eight years medium follow-up, and we saw no difference in breast cancer mortality between the two treatments. We do know that distant recurrence invariably results in death from breast cancer several years after its occurrence. And given the significant findings here of a reduction in distant recurrence seen with aromatase inhibitors, it's too early to conclude that survival is not improved with aromatase inhibitors. And there's a great need for longer term follow up at these trials to fully assess the impact on breast cancer mortality. We do know from this meta-analysis that there's side effects. So there was more bone fractures in women allocated to AI 
Endometrial abnormalities were more frequent with those receiving tamoxifen. These side effects can be mitigated. Uh, so the use of bisphosphonates, for example, to preserve bone density and then in turn reduce bone fracture incidence. So the effects of, this, of endocrine therapy and the ovarian suppression on quality of life really need to be considered. And it's important for the clinicians discuss with their patients the potential benefits and risks for each treatment approach. Thank you, Dr. Bradley, for agreeing to this podcast and to all our listeners. This article is now available online at lancetoncology.com and with our March issue.